Welcome to the EDM Producer Podcast. This is the show where we talk to EDM producers from all over the world and ask them about their production techniques, what software they're using, what hardware they're using, different things that will help you guys out there become better producers yourself. We always have an awesome producer on the show, and today we have a killer producer and an accomplished DJ. Joining us is Noise Edit, aka Nicholas Ancona. And uh, Nicholas, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks for you to invite me, Stephen. Absolutely. It's always fun to do these interviews. It's great to have you guys on. And uh, let's just start talking some production here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got started in EDM, and what kind of music you're doing? Yeah, um, it's funny because a lot of people know me as a producer, but I like to see myself as a DJ who started producing. It was only when I, stand, when I wanted to send myself apart from the production, it was something different to myself. So since then, I start to make, uh, you know, some mashups, re-edit, and so play around with the music software. So yeah, that's how I started. I started before as a DJ, and after I started to make music. Interesting. So you DJed before you started producing? Uh, yeah, I was DJing, like, uh, private uh, events, board day for friends. You know, us, everyone, we started like this from the beginning. But my first ever gig was a Minister of Sound. Yeah, in London, where I moved like four years ago. Um, it was just uh, amazing. That's, well, that is amazing that your first gig is Ministry of Sound. <laughs> yeah, I, I love but, that. I, was, I read that in your bio on your website. It's, and you, it would, by the way, you have a very cool website, noiseedit.com, if anybody wants to check that out. Yeah, um, definitely. You need to check it. Yeah, and I was reading your bio. You did, you've done a lot of cool things, but that, that's what really blew my mind. Now, yeah, yeah. How did you get that gig as your first gig? Uh, I actually, um, I've been in a, um, a studio where um, I was studying or producing and they were looking to make some gigs uh, around and they had one in ministry and they asked me if I was, um, I was ready to make a one there and I said, why not? Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I started. Now, were you actually ready or did you have to do a lot of preparation? Well, that one was actually my real first gig because the others were, um, I told you, in a, as a private, you know, private party, but it's not the same uh, uh, playing a ministry in front of a crowd like that. Yeah. You know, just uh, different, yeah, but it was amazing. Was, it, was it awesome? It was a house, so hopefully it's going to be um, the one of more, uh, you know, hopefully it's going to be just the beginning. Exactly, exactly. Cool. Well, why don't you tell us about your software? What program do you use to make music? Yeah, I remember that I started with Ableton, but after a while, I didn't feel comfortable with the interface. So I tried with Logic, and yet I feel good with that software, and that's what I'm using right now to make my music. You're on Logic? Yeah, Logic. Yeah, yep. the Logic Pro X, the last one. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Now, I'm the same way with Ableton. I, I always go back to it and try it, and I, I never stick with it. What didn't you like about it? I didn't like uh, the, the interface, you know, that, uh, the one that you got in the beginning, the arrangement. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was not feeling comfortable. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's not that important, uh, the, pro the software. Um, it's how you feel to using. Many people using you know, Cubase, people using FL Studio. I prefer logic. Uh, is is what you feel? You know, uh, I advise everyone to try uh, 
a trial uh, all the software before choose the right one that's excellent advice yeah it's, yeah it's definitely not the software that makes the song i mean people can use magic's music maker and make hit records i'm telling you it's it's all about what you like like you said and i took your advice i tried every piece of software before i i settled with studio one but um i tried every single doll out there i i still have fun just like finding new dolls and trying them but i i still am sticking on studio one have you ever tried studio one no i never tried actually check it out uh, check yeah, it out I yeah, definitely yeah I all will. right <laughs> now tell us about your workflow how do you write a song and like from the beginning to the end uh yeah it's, it's everything start from when i'm going inspiration like which is come from everything from the feeling of the moment from watching movies and from there I start messing around with the logic i usually start with the melody okay. i've got i've got a little keyboard uh, i'm not really good to make the melody so i need to try many times before find the right way <laughs> Um, and after, yeah, I carry on with the kicks, which is very important for me because I like to put a heavy, strong kick on my production. And after I carry on with the breakdown, with the drop, until I finish the song. After I like to give to my ears uh, a couple of days of rest, you know, because sometimes when you hear, when you start, you like it, but after you're going to listen, you say, oh, that one, I didn't like it. So you have to start again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that's, very, that's very cool go ahead i'm sorry yeah i don't know and after uh, i've tried to make sure that the um, the track is always keep the audience with the high moods oh the high mood no yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely now when you're, you talked earlier about the kick and how important the kick is do you use samples for your kick or do you do like a drum synth uh most of them, um, I usually, most of the times I'm using sample, but sometimes try to create uh, with the, myself, you know, the, um, with the plugins. Right, right. Now, you also talked about your MIDI controller, and it's a, just a little keyboard. Now, I, I, I play keyboards, but I actually find myself always going back to my little M-Audio mini key MIDI controller to do my productions. Um, what do you use? And you said you didn't like it that much? I like it, you know, it's something, it, it's a challenge for me also understand to play um, a keyboard. Right. So I think a producer need to be uh, complete and need to understand also to play keyboard because you are a musician and that's what you have to do anyway. Now, were you, were you a musician before you were a DJ? No, 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 no. I see. Actually, I, I was a clubber. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i i see i like the midi controllers because i was a musician before i was a producer and every one of the people i interview um who don't like midi controllers they were musicians after they started producing so it's it's kind of different yeah 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 different. now tell us some of your secret production tips that you could share with our listeners well um i'm always uh, tell to everybody to uh, ask me for some advice. I'm always say to try to make something different, something new. Don't try to copy the other producer. I think it's very important to find the home signature to put on every song. So the listener uh, that it can understand that that song is your song and be patient because one day all the work will be paid off. Yeah. So you're saying like have a signature sound. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely to find the home signature because I remember when 
uh, Martin Garrix uh, make the animals. Everyone will try to copy him. But exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we need to find uh, our way. We are all different and make what we're feeling. I'm so with you on that. In fact, it's boring. I, I hate when people copy others because it's just boring to listen to their music because yeah. it's usually not as good as the original and you know they're trying to copy off someone else and it's just boring. So I love original stuff and I think that's great advice. Exactly. Now, where did you learn to create EDM and where do you go to improve your EDM skills? Um, well, I learned myself um, and after I start to make a course uh, in a school, which is called uh, Sabas, which I advise to all the people that are in London to try and find out this school because it's very cool. What's the name of the school? Sabas. Sabas School. Subbase. Huh. And it's an EDM school? It's a, a DJ and producing school. Wow. See, you guys in Europe, man, you're so lucky. <laughs> we don't have anything like that here. We have, we have Dubspot in New York, but I'm down oh. in Florida. I have nothing. Uh, that's very cool. So it's a good school, huh? Yeah, it's a good school. That's where I'm improving my skills. And, and I hope um, they will help me to reach my goals. Oh, sure. I'm sure it will. Exactly. Like a, is, how many years do you go to the school? Uh, one year. I did one year course and and after i did everything myself very cool so all right now you're graduated from the school now where do you go to learn how to make your skills better any websites or magazines or anything well i have to advise uh, also youtube you can yeah. find a lot of people there put them tutorial and i have to say that many of them uh, made it very well so definitely youtube yeah you gotta love youtube yeah, of course. <laughs> now, who were your influences that got you interested in EDM? Well, um, my favorite bands, I remember, were Linkin Park, Chemical Brothers, Red Dog Chili Peppers. But if I have to say something, EDM, um, maybe Hardwell, uh, Dimitri Vegas, like Mike, DVBBS. Those people, I really like it. Yeah, they're, very, really yeah, they're all excellent. Yeah. Who, who, do you, who do you think is killing it right now? Who's your favorite? Uh, definitely B BBS. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. I saw them uh, play a ministry four weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. And they really they smash it, everything. Definitely wow. like them. Wow. Very cool. So you listened to these guys, you got interested in EDM, and then you just started producing or DJing? <laughs> I started as a DJ, and after... Uh, uh, I started as a pro producer because I wanted to put something different on my sets. And that's how I started. Awesome. Good stuff. Now, how about marketing? What's the most effective way you found to market your music? To market my music? Yeah, to get the word out, spread the word, like, and let people listen to your, your music. Well, definitely. I think SoundCloud is one of the best uh, sites for that can help you uh, with your production, with letting people listen in. And it's where actually I put all my production. Uh, I, I advise to start to, to give us a free download 
so the people can enjoy and download also your your set maybe they can play your music uh, around you know absolutely around. and what i'm doing i'm doing also um a podcast which is uh every week is coming of one hour of edm edm sets cool and just try to i'm not saying that you have to do every day uh a song about try to keep the people uh, show that you do something right i think a podcast is great so what's the name of your show is a noisy house noisy house radio and every weekend you can find uh, on my soundcloud page or youtube awesome and and it's just an hour-long mix of songs you put together yeah, it's a one-hour set of EDM tracks. And then you throw some of your songs in there too, I guess, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I think a podcast is, is excellent. You know, you're giving out free music and people could just sit there and chill for an hour and then you, you mix your songs in and that's great promotion for you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sweet. And, and try to send your stuff to, um, to the label, you know, you find... Uh, uh, label that maybe looking for new they're always looking for new talent so never give up always send their new stuff oh yeah yeah and I, I i do believe labels and djs who have their own labels now they're craving you know new fresh music so i think that's great advice yeah definitely definitely yeah now where did you learn how to dj and where do you think people can learn how to DJ just like you? Well, I uh, started, uh, I remember with a um, little tractor S2. Yeah. I started with that one. Uh, I started with a uh, yeah, house, my house, yeah, in my room. I remember my neighbor will always complain for the noise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's how it started. And after I went, uh, I went for this course where I improved my skills as a producer and as I DJ, so just try it to you know always keep yourself busy and and try to to play maybe at home and after throw with some friends and that's how it maybe can works. Yeah, that's a great way to get started. It's nice and easy. You know, you're in your room. You don't have anything to worry about. And then you start letting some friends here, and then you play some parties and just work up from there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how we start. Awesome. All right, let's head into the gear section here. You want to talk about some gear? Well, my um, the piece of gear that I cannot live without is definitely my MacBook. Ah, uh, so that's your favorite piece of hardware. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, because MacBook is the first thing that I put inside my luggage when I'm going holiday. Is the first thing that... Um, I bring when I'm going for some gig. MacBook is definitely the most important for me. Of course. And you probably feel lost if you don't have it on you, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> now, uh, um, let me ask you this. What's your favorite soft synth? Um, I can say Anna from Sonic Music. Yes. Yes. Good call. Tell, yeah. me, tell me why you like that. I like that because um, it's actually it's also quite cheaper. If I remember, it cost around, I paid in sterling, so it was something like 50, 50 sterling. 
So it's one of the cheapest one uh, silence. Absolutely. And it's, if you're a member of Sonic Academy, it's even cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And uh, aren't the oscillators great? They sound so good. Yeah, it sounds good. And also Massey from Nati Instrument is a, another great sub science. But that one uh, is a bit expensive. Definitely. It's more, it's more expensive. Yeah, I hold that by Zana. And if I have to say some PST plugin, absolutely silent one. Yeah. That one is my favorite one. They use it for most of my production. So you use silent on most of yours? Silent one, yeah. For yeah. most production music, silent one, yeah. That's cool. You know, mo I, I, one of these days I'm going to break down and buy it. Because I don't know if anybody who has been listening in the past, I buy all my plugins. I don't recommend downlo uh, downloading illegally or torrents. You know, these guys who make these plugins, they got to make money. Otherwise, the industry is going to fall apart. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, sometimes it's not even working, the, the one that you download illegally. Yeah, and then you get a virus and you're all messed up. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. just buy your plugins and it's learn, learn how to use the ones you buy really well. So, that's, that's honestly one of the reasons why I don't have Silent yet is I, I don't want to spring for the, to buy it just yet. But I know well, it's a, a very awesome synth, but I, I'm happy with Anna right now. You have to with Anna. Yeah, Anna's good. Now, what do you, how, how do you think? How do you think Silent compares to Anna? Um, I like the the sound. Uh, Silent has got the yeah. preset. Yeah, you can find. Um, I really like Silent. I prefer maybe Silent than Hana. But uh, if you want to start, guys, you can start with Hana. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, easier, cheaper. Yeah. Uh, now, how about your favorite effect plugin? Um, my favorite effect plugin. I don't really have a favorite effect plugin. I always try to find my my own my my own effect. You know, try to to mess up always and try to find the right one. But I don't really have the, the, the favorite. Yeah, I don't really have. Now, do you use like the reverbs and the delays right out of Logic or? Yeah, I'm using that. I'm yeah. Using yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Do you use an audio interface? Or do you plug right into your MacBook? I'm not using audio interface for using. I'm just using my MacBook. Yeah. Well, the MacBook sounds good. Straight up stock. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got you two speakers for, for the audio. What kind of speakers? I've got uh, M-Audio. M-Audio. Which ones? Uh, uh, the M-Audio 40. The AV40s? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're nice little speakers, and they're, they're, they're small enough, they could sit right up there, and they're not huge, you know? Yeah, you, you can keep them very well inside your, your, your bedroom, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, how about your headphones? What kind of headphones do you use? Uh, Sony. Nice. What Do you know oh. the model? I don't remember the, the model, but I would advise Sony. Yeah. Cool. You can hear very well everything, your sound. Um, I'm using that one also for my gigs. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm impressed with Sony. Some of the other stuff that Sony makes frustrates me, but their headphones, I mean, I bu I've bought good Sony headphones, and I also go to Walmart, and I buy Sony headphones for $20, and they sound great. Yeah, no, they definitely do. Uh, good stuff with the headphones. I would advise to check out those uh, those Sony head, uh, headphones. 
Oh yeah, that's great advice. So what's the most successful action you have taken so far to forward your music career? It's always always the, the last track because it's the one that you put everything inside. Is you can see your skills improving. So it's definitely the the last one. Right. Right. So you're you're is that the track that you're most proud of? Mm, probably uh let's get the ridiculous, which is on the top ten of talent pool of spinning. Awesome. Spinning records. So you definitely need to check out. What's the title of that one again? Let's get ridiculous. Let's get I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's a great name. So have a listen, guys, have a listen. It's a really good track. Oh yeah, absolutely. Give a listen. Uh, and we're going to plug your music at the end, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the best advice you could give an aspiring producer right now? Well, as I said before, to try to make something different, to push push yourself after the limits. Don't don't copy the others um, and never give up because really one day everything will be paid off. You know what? Here's the thing. There, I think uh, going with your advice here, the people that make it are always the people who think just like you said. Um, you can't give up. It's, it's just something. It's people who think they're going to make it are the people who make it, and that's the main deciding factor. I think. Yeah, exactly. Nothing is coming in one few days. You need passion. You need to uh, always try to to make some music. So try something different. You know. Um, just make music, make music, make music, guys, and never give up. Right. Yeah, the, and the only way to get good is to just keep doing it, right? Yeah, just keep doing it. Just keep doing Great advice. Now, where can people find out more about you and listen to your music? Yeah, you can find uh, myself on my website, which is www.noisedit.com. Uh, from there, you can find all the info that they need. That's as my official pages like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, where you can find all my production, SoundCloud. And of course, know where I'm going to have a gig. So definitely my website. I, I love that. I, I'm, I like it when you guys have websites because I only have to put one link on the, on the show notes. But I also think it's really smart to have a website because it's like you said, people could find out everything by just going to your website your facebook your twitter your youtube it's all there right yeah exactly it's all there just need to go to my website and find out where where i'm going to have a gig also um, yeah if you want to book you yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right any final messages for the listeners final yeah. tips yeah a massive thanks to all the people that support me uh, just keep an eye on my production because i've got many good news on the way and some new stuff to show you, some collaboration. And for those that would like to start producing, just follow your feeling, guys, and never give up. Awesome. Well, Nicholas, thank you very much, man. You gave some killer advice. It's going to help a lot of people. And I'm really happy you came on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. No problem. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the EDM Producer Podcast. If you haven't done so yet, head on over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. It will automatically get downloaded into your phone, computer, whatever you're using. Plus, if you leave us a review, it will help the show get ranked a little better and more people can find out about it. So thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next show.